Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is Sister On You Stay. And this is Sister Veritas. And we're thrilled to be back. With Let Love Podcast, with the Sisters of Life. And yeah, praise be to God, sister. Uh, it's a good day here um, in the Bronx and yep. diving into another episode um, talking about time, right? How do mm-hmm. we live in real time? Mm-hmm. And what does this have to do with the beauty of the human person, right? Yeah. Um, that God invites us to live each moment in this reality of gift and there is a beauty actually to receive from him mm-hmm. and in him in and through each moment. But I think we're living in a time that that can feel so impossible mm-hmm. and really stepping into how do we actually live in the depth and the truth and the beauty uh, of our lives in and through uh, a baptized relationship with time. That's awesome. In and through the Lord. That's awesome. Right? Right. You know, as I, as I was kind of pondering this, um, and just the reality of like time and our relationship with time, but how mm-hmm. so many things are like all about time saving, you know, right? Like efficiency and like so <laughs> yeah. much of the world is driven by how can we save more time, right? And I, I discovered many kind of little inventions that <laughs> are, are actually really brilliant. But it's like wow, like the lengths we go, the lengths we to go. save time. Like <clears throat> that got me laughing really hard. This this thing called um, flip it. <laughs> it says get the very last drop of your condiments for you and so, <laughs> where do you find this stuff i don't know one of those special sites you know but basically the whole premise is stop wasting time tapping the bottom of your bottles trying to wring out the last drops of sauce from your condiment bottles wow. instead flip it it's like this little device that you put like the honey bear honey yeah. upside down yeah. and, and all the honey goes to his head you know it's, there you go it's really I mean, it's brilliant, but it's like, wow, the lengths we go. The lengths we go. Or, yeah, I mean, it's true, sister. Like, when you start looking around, you're like, wow. Yeah, our culture really is geared towards convenience and time-saving. Um, even I think about when I drive in New York City traffic, it's amazing what you'll witness mm-hmm. in the morning commute. I mean, like, I I mean, I saw a woman put on her entire makeup. <laughs> I mean, it was, like, amazing. amazing. And, and again, it's, like, unabashed mm-hmm. um, and fluid. Like, she did it safely, I would <laughs> Or yes, yeah, how many meals we're eating in the car or just thinking about, yeah, fast food. It's like we can do it all on the go. Mm -hmm. And yet asking ourselves, are we really saving time Mm -hmm. or are we in a sense stepping onto this uh, conveyor belt that is just rushing us through life Mm -hmm. and and stepping back and saying, how do I use this gift? How do I remain free uh, within my relationship to time? And how do I live in each moment in a way that allows me to become mm. who I am, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what God intends. And I think I think that's what we want to break open, right? What is our relationship to time? But particularly through the questions of looking at how our culture views time mm-hmm. um, and where that can lead us. Uh, what's the Christian view of time? What's that Christian perspective mm-hmm. that can bring life? And how do we live in the gift of the present moment, right? Awesome. Yeah can't wait yeah that's fabulous what do you think yeah let's let's pray should we say a prayer yeah you want to kick us off sure father son holy spirit come holy spirit come lord jesus 
Lord, you called us into being. You love us. You call our name. You desire us to be with you now in this moment. Jesus, we ask you just to pour your spirit upon us right now in this moment, upon all our family, friends, all the needs and intentions of our hearts. Uh, Lord, that we come to know deeply that we are yours, that you hold us at every moment, that you will us at every moment, that you desire our flourishing. Lord, we ask you um, to help us come to know more deeply the gift of uh, the time you've given us and uh, the wisdom and the courage uh, to let your love radiate in our lives, in our realities, in our persons. We ask this all in your name, Jesus, through the intercession of Mary, our mother, as we pray, Hail Mary, full Lord of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady, Mother of Life, Pray for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Wow. Well, here we go, sister. And again, it's kind of like time in itself. It's a little daunting. I have yeah. to say, it's like, whoa. I know. <laughs> Once you start thinking about it, it's like, whoa, you've got Ecclesiastes talking about, you know, there's a time for everything. There's a time to live. There's a time to die. There's a time for sowing. There's a time for reaping. Uh, then you think about like, right, sun goes up, sun goes down. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you look at nature, there's cycles mm-hmm. um, of uh, giving us a sense of time, a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you capture this mystery of time? You know, And then you think about Jesus Christ, he's entered into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's baptized this reality. Um, he's stepped in, mm-hmm. um, incarnated in real time, in human flesh. It's powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. And... I would just suggest actually, and even this this whole little musing, um, pulling from a really awesome book that helped me to engage time in a way that I experienced greater freedom and peace and permission actually to live as an integrated human person. Um, and that book is called Eternity in the Midst of Time. Awesome. Yeah, it's by Father uh, Wilfred Stinnison and super helpful and mm-hmm. I, I really recommend it to everyone as a, a really good first step into this mystery because he really breaks open the questions that we're going to be looking at and um, yeah in a very helpful way mm-hmm. just to allowing that beauty that God intends in each moment to break through mm. that's awesome sister it's so powerful and I think it's going to be so helpful actually as we look at kind of yeah what's our cultural reality of time mm-hmm. and then the Christian understanding and then how do we how do we live it how do we mm-hmm. engage time you know in a way that's fruitful and flourishing and yeah even just thinking about our cultural reality like how do we see time you know um, and I think again what I was saying at the beginning it's like one of the biggest phrases you hear is how do I save time mm-hmm. um, it's it's kind of like we see it as um, an asset or something to kind mm-hmm. of gather you know. Or, or sometimes we can see time as like a threat mm-hmm. or a burden, you know, and it's it's this interesting like, huh, like racing against it, mm-hmm. uh, not having enough of it. But it, the funny thing is, is we can't own it. We don't have it. We can't save it. We can't control it ultimately. Mm-hmm. No, sister, I think you're, you're really zoning in on something so important. Um, time is money, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and depending on how you see time, how you define it, right? And I think culturally we're looking at this reality where, uh, yeah, it's an incredible 
gift for production, right? Mm -hmm. For turning stuff out. And what, what do we see in work cultures? It's like the pressure to increase uh, someone's capacity to work, to whip out more mm -hmm. and more and more faster and in a shorter amount of time. Mm -hmm. And in this, we, we put ourselves into pressure cookers, right? Mm -hmm. And when we think about, I know we talked a lot about in another episode, the reality that work is actually supposed to develop the human person. Right. It's not supposed to dominate man um, or the person. Um, that actually in and through the work of our hands, we should become more and more of who we are. Mm -hmm. And actually that's why, and we'll get into it more, God gave us time, mm -hmm. is that he, he gave us this incredible gift of life that bears this enormous potential in him. And time is this means to becoming who we are, mm -hmm. to realizing who we are mm -hmm. in God. And that is a, that's a fun task. That's an incredible way to step into uh, each moment and each day. Um, but if we pigeonhole time, is simply as a, a means to get more stuff done. Mm -hmm. We're missing out, actually. Mm -hmm. And actually, it is going to detract and degrade us, mm -hmm. to be honest, that there needs to be consideration uh, for the individual. There needs to be a reverence for the dignity of the person. There needs to be a consideration for the whole person, mm -hmm. not just what he can do. Mm -hmm. Actually, how is he doing? Mm -hmm. um, what's, what's your rhythm of work? What's your pace in which you can engage? And as we talked about in our last episode, participate in God's own creativity and mm -hmm. his inspiration in that creativity as you approach work, mm -hmm. whether that's as a physician or a nurse or an engineer, or uh, even as you step into the role of, of being a mother or a father, it's mm -hmm. like engaging that gift of time mm -hmm. um, towards uh, becoming and allowing God to participate with you mm -hmm. uh, in work. It's so true, sister. And like, even as you were saying, time is money. Like, I just remember my own personal experience when I was a young adult before I entered and I was working as a swim instructor and I was trying to save up for this big trip for going to Europe with my friend, Sheena. Hmm. And it was like this revelation to me. I was trying to like, again, make enough money to buy the tickets. Da, da, da. And this, as you're saying, this revelation to me, like, oh my gosh, like my time is money. The more I work, the more money I will have. It was such a simple thing, but it, it changed my posture toward my work. Mm. Um, it, I was I was doing it kind of to get something or just, mm -hmm. just it, it wasn't, uh, it was harder for me to like put my full self into it because it was like, I'm just, I'm doing it for, for the money, for the paycheck. But it, it was ultimately because of my relationship with time. Wow. Um, and I, I was seeing it as a, a kind of a, a source of production. And the more I could use it for that, the mm -hmm. better, you know. Mm -hmm. Sister, I think that's so real. And actually I can... I can consult so many experiences mm -hmm. working in the intensive care unit as a nurse. It's like there's always pressure, right? Because mm -hmm. you're you're involved with critical care. But then actually, how do I engage time? And mm -hmm. if I'm just trying to do more, faster, quicker, the quality of work, the freedom to enter into those vital relationships in patient care, mm -hmm. all of that gets pressured. Mm -hmm. And you intuitively know something's not right. Mm -hmm. Even... Um, this book by Wilfred Stinnison is so excellent. He has an entire chapter on, I do not have time, <laughs> which I was like, that one is for me. And actually you talk to anyone and that yeah. is the experience of mm -hmm. trying to live and keep up with this culture. And like, and actually saying, wait a second, what is that about? Mm -hmm. Because actually 
it's not the way it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know, again, I think someone's told me that once and I was like, yeah, whatever, but it actually is just the way it is. But actually, when you give yourself a chance to step back and really start thinking about this and Mm -hmm. being present to God in the midst of time, and Mm -hmm. he really is, Mm -hmm. uh, it transforms your entire life. But he, he spoke in this chapter that often when we're relating to time that way, right? When we're not really in sync with God's time and Mm -hmm. with the reality of his life in the present moment, what happens? Stress, Mm -hmm. stress. That we're drawn to the surface of life, right? And it becomes a very flat surface. Mm -hmm. It becomes a very workaday, just get through the grind surface. And we're drawn away from the depths of life where we find that beauty, Mm -hmm. where we find deeper meaning Mm -hmm. in each moment, where we find the grace of God. And being aware of that, uh, that we don't want to lose contact with this deeper dimension of life. And that's the risk uh, Mm -hmm. we run if we're relating to time simply as a means to get more stuff done. Mm -hmm. That actually there's more. There's Mm -hmm. more to time. It really is. And it has repercussions, actually. How we relate to time Mm -hmm. affects, yeah, not just our work, but our personal life, everything. Like, even I just found this study from the USDA government study. And um, they're just saying, you know, Americans purchase fast food to save time. But they found it's like the people, people who are considered fast food purchasers actually spend less time sleeping. Like their whole um, life balance actually is kind of off. But it's an analogy for all of us, right? Like we, again, we're racing to do something, but it actually can throw everything off. And why is that? Why ultimately is that? Is because our relationship to time actually reflects and is reflected by our relationship to ourselves. Mm. Um, and actually, where where are we putting our time? You know, I, uh, Leah Darrow has a great quote, which I thought it was really beautiful. She said, your calendar tells you who you love. And I think that's actually that's awesome. incredibly profound, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, like how am I spending my time? What am I doing with my time? Um, because it's through time that we actually reverence ourselves or another person or God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, reverence happens in time and mm-hmm. through time, and ultimately, beauty is communicated um, through that. Wow! Uh, because I, I think also like it, the experience can be like when we're rushing to save time or we feel time is a threat. The experience actually it gives us or can give us is the uh, interior chaos. Mm-hmm. Like just, ah, I'm in a, a swirling vortex of clouds. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> angry clouds. You know, yeah. With hail storms. You know, like it's just, <laughs> right? But it's like, God, did God desire us to live like that? I don't, I mean, no. I don't think so. No, right? I know, no. Right, like I think he wanted us to live in order and peace and, and the tranquility, but actually... He wanted us to live in a way that actually unleashes the beauty of our humanity. Yes, yeah, sister. But, but what what is actually essential for that is living and having this right relationship with time. Yeah, sister. Well, and I think this leads us into um, our second question. Um, in a sense, what's what's the Christian perspective on time? Like when we're living from the heart of the Father and mm-hmm. looking at this gift of time and the gift that our lives unfold within that mystery of time. Um, what kind of things does that bring to our minds and hearts? How does it enlighten our experience of time? And I think that's the reality too. It's like God is with us. Mm-hmm. We have a God who broke into time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has redeemed us and he has redeemed time, mm-hmm. right? That we know that there is never a moment in our lives that God is not present to us, Mm -hmm. that he is not available to us, that I can't just 
turn to him and welcome him in. Mm -hmm. And this changes everything, Mm -hmm. actually, that if I have realities going on, if I've had experiences in my past that burden me or weigh me down or um, moments that, gosh, just wounded me Mm -hmm. and, and spoke in ways untrue to my dignity, to my person, I could drag that with me for the rest of my life. That's an option. Or I can bring that into relationship with God. Mm-hmm. That's the power of time. Awesome. That actually I can say, hey, Jesus, what do you want to do there? Mm-hmm. And even if he can't change the events, he can change the meaning. That as if I dare to let him look at me in those places and I look at him mm. and let him love me there, mm. new meaning can come. Those events and experiences can be transformed. This is just a small example mm-hmm. of the difference it makes um, when we live with God in each moment and actually live present to the reality that he's there for us and he's with us and he's there to draw us into the depths of who we are in and through each moment. And it's actually not through doing more and it's not through arm wrestling God into it. It's simply actually by pulling back, Mm -hmm. settling deeper within ourselves and allowing him to reveal himself. Mm -hmm. It's actually easier and simpler Uh, Life and living in relationship with time is so much more free Mm -hmm. when we're simply available to God as he's available to us. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's challenging. You know, I think we have to really step back and say, because we're the only ones who can do it. Mm -hmm. I am the only one who can step back and actually live this discipline of saying, there is someone with me. Mm -hmm. And am I willing to dare Mm -hmm. in faith to discover him in each moment? Am I willing to slow down mm-hmm. and and dare to live like a child and depend on God mm-hmm. and not on myself and my own resources? Mm-hmm. Um, these are temptations uh, that are going to, yes, assail us our whole lives. But that's why this is such an important place to step back and say, how am I going to live this? Mm-hmm. Uh, because no one can do it for me. And, and actually, I need to make a decision mm-hmm. about this. I need to choose how I am going to enter mm-hmm. into time. Mm-hmm. And who am I going to give the microphone? Um, is it going to be God or is it going to be all the pressures and fears and the ways that the enemy wants to use time to bully us, yeah. to um, pull us away from our trust in God, to pull us away from a gaze of faith upon each moment? Because mm-hmm. um, he is going to be relentless yeah. uh, in this. And so we really do have to um, awaken, allow ourselves to be drawn into life by the life of the spirit and see the potential born of faith, hope and love in each moment. It's so powerful, sister. It really is. And like, God is the eternal now, as Pope Benedict said, Mm, right? mm -hmm. And I think it's like, yeah, we can be tempted to like be racing to find all these other things that are going to make us happy. But he's right now, he's here. And he's saying, I love you. Like everything you're looking for, I am. I'm here with you. So beautiful. You know, and and actually, as you're saying, like resting in that, um, allowing, giving ourselves permission to live that, you know, uh, C.S. Lewis said, uh, paraphrasing, but the closest thing to eternity is the present moment, right? We mm. touch God now. And um, I think living now and and realizing like my time matters to him. It's sacred to him. Mm. And and I can encounter him now. Um, and also like, uh, you know, as we were saying, like how we spend our time, who we give our time to mm. actually shapes us as a person it shapes us it, it either unleashes our beauty or it, it uh, doesn't you know and but it's like you know how am i giving my time who am i giving my time to and we think jesus as you're saying entered into time he spent 30 years 
in Nazareth hidden, doing daily, you know, daily wow. work, um, spending time with and for us. Wow, sister. You know, and it's like there, there's something incredibly powerful in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and a kind of approaching time as, you know, I think the Kung Fu Panda quote, Master yeah. Erg. <laughs> Uguay, the turtle? Yes. Yeah. And he basically Uguay. Uguay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really like him. Um, but before he like dissolved into the air in a, a cloud of uh, flower petals, he said <laughs> yeah. he said something basically to the effect of like now is a gift. That is why it is called the present. And I think too in the Christian understanding, you know, there's a, a reality in which sort of like time is a great equalizer. Like we're all none of us can own it, as we mm. said. None of us can um save it. And actually we don't know how much time we have on this earth. Like we don't actually know yeah, when the father true. will call us home. So it's like, um, it's, it's actually, what am I, what am I called to do? It's to live in the present moment. Cause that's actually all I have right now is what he's given me right now. Amen, sister. Um, but it's, it's powerful. It's very powerful. Yeah, actually. And I love that the great equalizer, but even, yeah, it's like, as we consider the perspective that our faith brings us into, um, yeah, you're breaking it open, sister, this reality that it's gift. And why is that so? And again, using this book as just such an awesome guide, um, Stinison uh, references this uh, theologian who s- speaks about if we want to get into the deep understanding of time, mm-hmm. then we have to look at how it has its roots in God's own Trinitarian life. Mm. Kind of fun, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. let's go to the heart of the Trinity. And I'll, I'll quote it at length. He says, The Trinity is a dialogue of love between the Father and the Son. The Father gives all of his love, that is, himself, to the Son, and waits for the Son to consent to this fundamental pattern that makes up the essence of love. I give myself and wait for you to receive me. And in the receiving, you give yourself in return. In the Holy Trinity, there is an absolute immediacy. The Father's offer and the Son's response coincide perfectly. Their love is perfect. That is why there cannot be any doubt or delay between the question and the answer. Love's immediacy is God's eternity. Wow. When God offers his love to us, it is different. He did not create us so that we would necessarily and automatically say yes. What would a love of that kind be worth? He wants us to decide and answer willingly. He waits for our yes. Time is just this length and breadth of waiting. Do you want this, God asks? And then he gives us time to mature toward a yes. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? That's amazing. It's like all of time is his proposal. Okay, yeah. To our heart. Yeah, sister, God's proposal. Mm -hmm. God's proposal. And amen, I think you summarized that so well. And this is why, yes, we want to lay ourselves out flat that's another quote from this book. Wow. Lay oneself flat out in the present moment. And we can wow. trust that, actually. Mm-hmm. We can do that as Christians, knowing we are in the hands of God and he has us. And that time is simply this reality in which I can respond to love, mm. this proposal of love, right? Um, I can give myself permission to do what I'm doing, mm-hmm. to be present to the person in front of me, mm-hmm. to invest in the task with Mm self-possession, right? Not kind of running around in a state of emergency. Mm -hmm. Um, I can give myself permission to pull back and not rush, Mm -hmm. Um, not try to save time because why would I want to be saving time for later when God is with me now? Mm -hmm. Like 
God is with me right now. Yeah. And he wants to reveal himself to me right now in the person, in the thing, in the beautiful sky, mm-hmm. in the sun, mm-hmm. in the challenge, in the cross, in the joy, in the sorrow that I'm living right now. It's so awesome. And there it is. It's like, it really is an incredible tool of the enemy. He wants mm-hmm. to pull us out of the present moment. Mm-hmm. Because why? He knows God is here. Yeah. He knows God is with us. Yeah. He knows that's where we're going to discover this God who's crazy in love with us and is simply proposing, yeah. Yeah. saying, come, knocking at the door of our hearts at every moment towards a revelation of himself. And please, God, um, a free response of our yes mm. to him. It's so awesome. So it kind of transforms everything. It really does. When you kind of back it up into the heart of the Trinity. It really does. And it's like, it's not about me saving time. Mm. It's about letting love save me now. Bam. I can't, it's Put amazing. that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so awesome. Yeah. Actually, that's why one of the chapters in this book literally is stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Thank you, Father Stinnison. Yeah. Like, we we need this yeah. voice in our hearts. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. That- Pull back and say, what? Why? Why am I running around like I'm in a state of an emergency? Yeah. And if I am, I let's ask some questions yeah. about um, what's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What is God inviting me to today? Is He asking me to do everything that I have on my to do list? Or what's the one thing he's asking of me right now? Mm -hmm. It's so true. And actually the courage to do that, the courage to stop, like... Takes guts. I mean, growing up, I would get, you know, in high school and I would get into like a, oh, I have to do everything and like, you know, just wound up. And my mom (laughs) would say, go have a nap. It's like, I don't have time to have a nap. (laughs) Go have a nap. I was like, (laughs) okay. And then I, I would. I would, and I woke up different because it was like, you know what? I'm living, and the Lord's like, "Hello, I'm here. I'm in charge of everything. I'll take care of it." Yeah, you know? sister. And it's yes. kind of, it's kind of like living. I know there's like the two kinds of time: Kronos and Kairos. Mm-hmm. And Kronos is what we think of as like the normal, like sixty mm-hmm. minutes, right? An hour, Timex, and um, yeah watch yep on my wrist time (laughs) by the way i discovered an alarm clock you can strap to your wrist if you struggle waking up in the morning wow for people anyone who needs that just want to give a shout out that's great anyway but so chronos and then kairos is like god's time kind of like i don't know mystical time or i don't know how you want to phrase it god in time god in time Mm -hmm. but actually you know what's amazing is like if you do what you're saying like actually stop and like what is the lord asking me now what happens is like the more we actually give him our time, the more he magnifies it. Yeah, sister. It's shocking. It's like the yeah. um it's like the the um multiplication of the loaves. Except he does that with time, but it's we have to give it to him. We have to let him have what is his. Um and then let him bless us in it. But it, it's it's really true. It is so powerful because it's it is so true. And I know when I've had the courage to live it, mm-hmm. like you've got eighteen hundred things in front of you and like that's the moment to pull back and be a child of God versus your own version of your own superhero, a self-made superhero (laughs) in the sense of, wow, Mm -hmm. Lord, what do you want to do here? Mm -hmm. And actually to watch him do it, to watch him do it. You just literally have to pull back 10%. Yeah. All that's, it's like even 1%. Yeah. God would take that and he brings order to your whole day. Yeah. 
it's real. It's amazing. And it's true. It's one of my favorite things to ask. Holy Spirit, what do you want to do now? Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, what do you want to do now? Mm-hmm. And the whole day is different when I'm following versus charging through. Yeah. Uh, and it does. It takes a lot of moxie. It takes a lot of courage. I think today especially as, yeah, things are moving fast. And, and it is culturally uh, a view of time. Uh, of efficiency mm-hmm. and kind of getting getting things done and there's nothing wrong with that either but actually the reality is mm-hmm. you'll get more you'll get more done mm-hmm. in a deeper and more quality way and in a way that truly upholds you mm-hmm. um, and that you go to bed tired but inspired mm-hmm. rather than tired wearied drawn out um, and empty mm-hmm. um, that we want to live in a way that that allows us to tap into the peace and the wholeness mm-hmm. that God intends and desires to give us in each moment mm-hmm. um, in and through his presence with us and that's possible mm-hmm. but making a decision to live for it yeah is is kind of where yeah. yeah yeah it gets pretty real you're right which kind of begs the question leads us to a third point like how do we engage time like how do we live it? How can we live in a right relationship with time that mm-hmm. actually is the way God intended? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, out of the gate, sister, I think a huge asset here is first prayer, mm-hmm. because prayer allows us to pull back and tap into the divine perspective, slows us down, um, gathers us in, allows us to get in touch with the deeper, more that, mm-hmm. like the desires of our hearts, even becoming aware of God's desire for us. Mm-hmm. And there we can start to live our day mm-hmm. forth from that wellspring, forth from that well that the spirit is going to carve out of our hearts. So I think prayer is the first and most practical beginning mm-hmm. to this adventure, to being able to hold an eternal perspective mm-hmm. on time and what God himself offers us in and through himself in each moment. That's awesome. Just one quick practical. Love that. What do you think? Well, jumping on that, connected, is like um, actually allowing ourselves to be, to enter into the church's understanding of time. Hmm. The church actually loves time and deeply um, experiences how Christ sanctified time. Mm -hmm. And so the whole church has this liturgy, the whole year is different seasons of actually special time, you know, uh, sacred time. And actually allowing ourselves to be kind of carried by that, mm. carried by the, the rhythm and the breath of the church and her liturgy. Beautiful, you sister. Know? And you think like, I mean, even in our day, I'm thinking of our life, like we have a horarium, which is a convent word for saying schedule. Yeah, sister. We have, and our whole life is actually based on this rhythm of praying the liturgy of the hours, which is um, the the prayer of the church, a kind of extension of the mass. And that it it colors and breathes life into our whole day. Um, and it's powerful. And obviously, like not everyone's gonna be able to do that in their day to day, but like um kind of leaning into mm-hmm. to Lent, to Advent, to Christmas, to mm-hmm. ordinary time, leaning into the the liturgy, the, the readings that the church holds out for us on Sundays. Leaning into Sundays. Yeah. You know, the church actually says, well, not even just the church, God said, Yeah, this is my special day for me to rest in you and you to rest in me. Mm-hmm. Take it. Yes. Yeah, I, I, he actually said, I command you, take Sundays, rest. Yes. And so it's not, it's like, okay, to, as you're saying, stop to let ourselves rest in our, in Sundays. Amen. Um, and to, to rest in Him. And actually, just a little example of this, the power of this, there's been a number of like, um, you know, saints or holy men who've been in prison i'm thinking of like cardinal van tuan mm-hmm. venerable cardinal van tuan and uh, cardinal pell um who was mm-hmm. 
he was innocent, but unjustly accused. But both of them shared how actually they they created this this kind of rhythm of prayer mm. in their solitary confinement, which gave meaning and purpose to their entire day. That's awesome. And they lived that schedule. So actually, yeah, it's it's powerful to lean Amen, into to the church's liturgy. Well, and that even brings into focus uh, for me actually another key and a huge practical actually to living time well. And again, I know in some circles it might be a word that's a little scary but actually it's it's so beautiful and the word's obedience mm. um that if you think about jesus and the way that he lived his time here on earth and as you were speaking about colonel von Tuan, that tapping into that mission mm-hmm. that god has for me and that the reality that the father has a mission for me at every moment and this is what Jesus lived in and that the quote from this book as to that immediacy of Christ's response to the father and the freedom of living in that mission Mm. and in an obedience to the father's will to listening to it to receiving it and to responding to Mm -hmm. it and actually seeking that seeking to uncover that in your own life in any circumstance and it can break through anywhere Mm -hmm. so if you're in a jail cell you can live in that rhythm and that grace and that freedom of obedience. Like, okay, this is what God has provided. Where is the Father inviting me? How is he inviting me to live and to sanctify Mm -hmm. each moment? Um, That draws me into love. Mm -hmm. And that animates a free, beautiful, yes, even in hardship, Mm -hmm. even in difficulty. Mm -hmm. This is what you can bring into your workplace, right? Even if your boss is a little crazy or your work culture isn't healthy, Mm You know, pulling back from the dysfunction and saying, Lord, how do you want to baptize this? How do you want to sanctify this? What is my mission Mm -hmm. within this? How do I allow you to fill me in Mm -hmm. each moment? I mean, it's so powerful to have traction in that way Mm -hmm. so that you're not just suffering or feeling like you're victim to or helplessly drawn in. It's like, nope, I'm going to pull back. I'm going to find my mission in God Mm -hmm. and I'm going to live in that grace in each moment and whoa, the day looks different. Mm-hmm. Even if others have not been able to pull out of the dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you think about with this obedience, and it is an obedience, it's a discipline, the practice of the present moment. Mm-hmm. And there's a spiritual classic, I'm sure we've mentioned it before, uh, Practicing the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible gift. I highly recommend you read it. It will change your life. It's awesome. But it's part of this obedience that as Christians we have that blessing mm-hmm. that we can tap into the will of the Father at any moment, at mm-hmm. any time, at any place. We discover that as we have the courage to pull back in prayer and mm-hmm. bring prayer into our lives, to grow in spiritual awareness. Where is the Father at any given mm-hmm. moment? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that interior silence so that we can really listen mm-hmm. and receive um, His invitation and live in that fiat that mm-hmm. echoes Our Lady, live in that yes, mm-hmm. that our Lord, Jesus Christ gave to the Father. Mm-hmm. And that's an awesome gift and invitation we have at every mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Sister, I think it's so powerful. And kind of jumping on that is is letting Jesus be Lord of your schedule. Letting him be Lord of your calendar. Ooh, it's tough and it's awesome. It's, what a dare. But actually, but practically, it really is practically looking like, well, am I doing too much? Hmm. What am I doing? What is Jesus inviting me to do? And what am I actually just doing? Um, what is he inviting me to to let go of? I mean, actually bringing it to the Lord in prayer and letting go and giving yourself permission to slow down, 
to slow down. And I think part of that is actually admitting, which we all, I, I mean, I need, Jesus, I can't do it. I can't do it all. Amen. I absolutely can't. It's humility. And, and I, Jesus, I need you, and I believe you can do it. Uh, and Jesus, I trust in you. But, but yeah, surrendering, and maybe even physically, you could even do like a physical printing off of your calendar, like giving it to Jesus, laying it before him, and letting him be Lord, um, uh, and practically looking at with him. And, and you know what he said? Like in the gospel, he said, come to me, all you who labor and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. And trusting in that promise, claiming that promise, um, because Jesus means it. He means it with his whole heart. That's awesome, sister. Mm-hmm. And, and and to know too, like as Padre Pio said, like anything we do that glorifies God is a wonderful use of time. You know, mm. so it could be the little things, big things, but it's all so precious because Jesus takes what we give Him. He takes our crumbs of time as treasures to His heart, mm. um, and because every act of love is eternal. Um, you think Jesus' wounds, they're eternal. Every act of love is eternal. And so claiming it, trusting it, leaning into it. This is That's a beautiful way to live. Mm-hmm. And I can hear the beauty breaking in mm-hmm. even as you speak. Mm-hmm. And this is what God offers us. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Crumbs of time mm-hmm. becoming treasures to his heart. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. It's all about love. Yeah. Whoa, sister. Gosh, before we go, do you have anything else yes my challenge (laughs) challenge (laughs) i do inspiration my challenge Um, okay this is my challenge it's to if you don't already it's to actually start praying a prayer called the examine Mm. which is um saint ignatius of loyola really kind of uh advertised this one but um basically it's to take you know 10 minutes a night or whatever part of your day but every day 10 minutes around the same time of the day and to actually go over your day with Jesus, noticing everything with him through his eyes, through his look of mercy, and and knowing, like, okay, how did I spend my time today? Lord, how did I experience your presence? And I think it, it's just such a powerful thing for many reasons, you know, to examine our conscience, but even more than that, to actually examine our time. How is our time spent? Um, and, and can we see how the Lord was giving himself to us in every second of the day in every moment of the day because ultimately it's about receiving him well i receive him now and now and now and our life is a succession of moments of of him pouring himself out in us um receiving him hope you know please god and so yeah just praying the exam in each day is my challenge i know it's blessed me deeply in my life and um it's a great way to to kind of give our time to the lord Sister, that's awesome. What about you? Do you have anything before we go? Sister, I really liked that. Thanks. The examine. Thanks. And actually, it's so true. It bears so much fruit. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to really confront it, be mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. And probably kind of piggybacking on your challenge in that is trust. Mm-hmm. And uh, trust, um, I love it. Commit your ways to the Lord, trust in Him, and He will act. Psalm 37, mm-hmm. 5. Wow. Um, we need to trust in God more. Mm-hmm. And just a quote from John of the Cross. He says, God gives many souls the talent and grace for advancing. And should they desire to make the effort, they would arrive at this high state. And so it is sad to see them continue in their lowly method of communion with God because they do not want to know how to advance. Some souls, instead of abandoning themselves to God and cooperating with him, hamper him by their indiscreet activity or their resistance. 
They resemble children who kick, who kick and cry and struggle to walk by themselves when their mothers want to carry them. <laughs> right? Right? And I love this quote because I'm like, thank you, John of the Cross. It's like, <laughs> we all have our adult temper tantrums mm-hmm. and and we can be afraid in the face of this. I mm-hmm. mean, I would be the first to admit it. It's like, yep. but what you're saying, sister, it's like throw the gauntlet down and don't let time be a bully. Um, let it be your friend. Mm-hmm. Let it be the presence of God. Let it be this invitation mm-hmm. to love and to be loved by him mm-hmm. in each and every moment. So there it is. Um, so, commit your ways to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. That's awesome. I love that. Amen. Amen. Well, you want to close with a prayer? That'd be awesome. Okay, here we go. Uh, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I think for our closing prayer, just reading from Ecclesiastes. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. Father, we thank you. We praise you for your gift of time. We ask for the courage and grace to open ourselves up to your presence in every moment, to trust you, to trust that you will act in our lives and act in a way for our good. We bring you our hearts, Father. We entrust them to you. We entrust this day to you. And we praise you ahead of time for your gifts and blessings as we say glory be to the Father and to the Son and and to to the the Holy Spirit Spirit, as it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless your days. See you next time. Bye. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.